And welcome back to the podcast, everything you never needed to know about movies, music, and theater. I am your host, Matt, and this is the final one I'm doing for a little bit, So, but I'm very excited for my guests here. Um, again, prepping and uh, uh, promoting Diary of Perpetual, which if you, um, if this is the future for all you listening, uh, it is uh, April 10th in uh, Wenham, Massachusetts at Gordon College in the Ken Olson Science Center, the world premiere of The Diary of Perpetua, uh, written and directed by Jasmine Myers. Tonight, I have two amazing guests who are uh, two wonderful human beings. Um, just absolutely amazing that I not only get to call them friends, but that I also get to call them colleagues as well. So uh, Kyla Stewart and Charles Lee, guys, welcome to the show. It's amazing to have you guys on here. Hey. Well, <laughs> so uh, so the biggest thing about the show is that um we chart an artist's um career basically from where they began to where they started so ladies first of course um uh kyla where were you born i don't remember <laughs> um philadelphia pennsylvania very cool my wife is from uh, pittsburgh uh, yes, I, I'm, and I'm sorry to say I don't know that much about it because I was I was like born there. Um, we lived right next to kind of where like Fresh Prince was was filmed in that court, you know. Okay. Um, but it, I went back once to visit, and that that was pretty much it. So I'm not really a Philly girl, but I'll rep Philly. <laughs> so where did so where did you uh, grow up? Um, we moved around quite a bit. Uh, I will say mm, it would be easiest to say kind of Metro Atlanta. Okay. Um, if anybody knows about Riverdale College Park uh, area, we lived in Fayetteville, East Point, Hayville, all of that stuff. So let's just say Metro Atlanta. Okay. And when did you get the acting bug? When did you decide you wanted to, to, to do this, to do this fun uh, uh, gig of being an actress? Shindig. um okay ever since uh I was little I I knew I had like a voice and singing was like my my primary thing so um that was I mean since I was like four and growing up I was involved in like choir stuff in school Mm -hmm. and I think when I got in high school there was like drama club and stuff as I started to explore that I was like this is kind of fun and my first show because I didn't go to a school that was uh performing arts focused or anything as a matter of fact they barely had a choral program which was falling apart at the seams so (laughs) um I auditioned for Beauty and the Beast uh, for the county play and I got the role of Belle and I I wasn't even thinking I would get in okay because there were like these magnet kids magnet school kids I was like I've never done this before so that was an amazing first experience in in musical theater and I decided to pursue it because that was Mm. my junior year in high school I decided to pursue it in college and how was that being in Beauty and the Beast I mean that's a well-known show 
um, well known for, um, you know, you know, Disney and obviously, you know, I, I can understand him, you know, performing arts center, but still pretty, pretty amazing to have that be like the first experience you have as a, uh, as an actress and a singer. <laughs> um, you mean, how was the experience in general? Yeah. Right? Yeah. In general. Yeah. I, I have to say it was well worth all of the time and effort <laughs> that was put in because the the director and the people like the the everyone from the costume designer to the stage manners that everyone are so kind i i truly don't think i have a like a, a bad memory from that show um and i got some i got some nice friends that were in my high school i, I would say i actually enjoyed the responsibility of being that princess character because they were little kids in the cast like little yeah. second graders and things that looked up to me they really like if they didn't know my name they would call me Belle or they would say oh the princess or blah blah in the hallway even when we're not rehearsing right. so I felt that responsibility to act that way and to carry myself with class and grace and dignity and even at the end of that show I was able to sign, sign, you know, cards and the little kids, they really believe, like they think yeah. you're, they think you're a princess. And so honestly, that is what pushed me to pursue that in university or to pursue that more as a career and not just singing, mm. because I realized that I could have a huge impact on the younger generation, especially like being like a, a, a black princess, um, you know, yeah. it may not be a huge thing to me, but in the in the county, you know, you have little girls who were like, "Wow, I can be that." <laughs> yeah, I so, yeah, because I've heard yeah. in, in interviews with people who had done like Lion King the very first time it was on Broadway, and to see you know an African American in the lead, a lot of them within that mm -hmm. concept, you know, it's 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 great identifying it's great inclusion and it's great you know kind of representing and and that type of thing so i can imagine that the role the role model side of it was probably pretty probably heavy but probably pretty uh, amazing that you could be that inspiring to, to kids yeah uh charles now uh same question i want to ask uh you um where were you born New Orleans, Louisiana, man. Oh, I you love, I love New Orleans. I, I love, I love New, uh, New Orleans. I, I need to go again. I really need to go again. Um, and did you grow up in New? And did you grow up in New Orleans? Grew up in New Orleans, Louisiana, man. Uh, Nineteen eighty-three, September twenty-seventh. Nice. You know what I'm saying? The Lord said His name. I'd be a blessed thirty-nine this year, on that day. So, uh, uh, we had, of course, y'all already know what happened with Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, 2005, August Ooh. 29th, you know, we've been this place. I've seen it all, all of the horror stories and all that y'all heard about that was going on. I've, I've actually witnessed that stuff. You know, wow. I was actually there when the storm hit. You know, we was actually uh, in the eye of the storm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we was on the third floor and uh, of an apartment where my mama stayed at. And um, man, that water was, it came up all the way to the second floor, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. um, it, it was crazy. That water was rising up. I seen roofs torn off, you know what I'm saying? It was crazy. Well, and obviously, as it seems right now that you survived, uh, your family and everyone survived too during during all that? Yep, yep. 
Well, that's good. Yeah. So, um, so what point did you get the, um, the acting bug or the singing? Because I know you're, you're a recording artist uh, yeah. as well. So, so when, where did you get your bug to want to sing and want to share music with, with people? Well, I, I basically really started on, you know, rapping um, hmm. first, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I, I don't really classify myself as a singer. I just class my a rapper that know how to sing. You know, <laughs> Kayla, Kyla, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. has a blessed voice. And, you know, when it was hit, it was harmonizing, she was harmonizing with um, uh, my girl, uh, is it uh, Anthony? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, you know, and Leah, I'm talking about just phenomenal. I, I, would, I wouldn't dare put myself in the category with them, you know what I'm saying? See, I, I sing the S-I-N-G. They sang S-A-N-G. That's <laughs> the G a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, like that. Um, but I start, I, at the age of 12, I really got involved in music. You know, in New Orleans, we came up off of Cash Money and No Limit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I kind of Slick side idolized Lil Wayne a little bit, you know. What I'm saying I was doing like the little effects and stuff, and I would rap and stuff like that. You know, I didn't get really serious about music until uh, Detroit. I want to say uh, 1997. Okay. You know, I stayed in Detroit for two years from 1996 to 1998. Yeah. So uh, my cousin had came up there in like '97, and um, he asked me, he said, "Man, you want to start rapping?" I said, "Cool, let's do it." But <laughs> I recall, as far as my singing is concerned, I recall, you know, being being younger, you know what I'm saying, singing, um, I get on top of the TV and sing to my mama and things of that nature, you know, but I ain't know nothing about, you know, notes and all that stuff. I was, I was just doing it and all that, you know, so, but I didn't pursue it all, yeah. you know, nothing like that. But um, so that was that. I came back to New Orleans in 98. Uh, still pursue, you know, the rapping and everything, the second mm. music and stuff like that. Um, I had switched my style a little bit because I was up there, you know what I'm saying, East Coast or whatever. So I kind of switched my style a little bit. You know, I, I, you got to think, man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on Cash Money No Limit, you know what I'm saying? You go up north, I got turned on to like Jada Kiss and all them. And you talk about punchlines and metaphors, man, I was blown away. I said, yeah. man, this is it right here. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of switched it up you know what I'm saying, and incorporated that into my style of music. And so um pursued all that, like I said, all the way till, you know, Hurricane Katrina and things I needed. I was still trying to pursue uh the secular music until September 2005 is when I actually gave my life to Jesus Christ wow. in Mena, Arkansas. Mena, Arkansas. So we was placed in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Uh, and then we stayed there for like a couple of weeks and then they uh, placed us in Mena, Arkansas. Right. And so I gave my life to the Lord there, and I was like, okay, now I'm rapping for God and everything. I, I got to do straight scriptures. You know, I got to do nothing but the word, you know, and Lord was like, no, you, you know, you incorporate the word, you know, I like the punchline and everything, but just use it for my glory. Yeah. It was there for my own, it was on then, you know. Now, in, in regards to the acting, uh, I, I could say I got bit with the bug, but it didn't take full effect. So I, I got big with the bug, I want to say in 2007. Right. Uh, matter of fact, a guy I went to school with in New Orleans, he came uh, came to Arkansas and he met me at a movies, you know what I'm saying, at the, at the movie theater and um, he kept looking at me. I, you know what I mean? Now, you know, my family and everything, he kept looking at me. I'm like, man, what this dude looking at, man? You, you know? 
he kept looking at me when he walked over. And he said, Charles, I looked up, I said, I said, Rudy? Because Rudy and I, this guy was real thin in mm. school. He was real thin. He had put some meat on his bone by the time I seen him. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he introduced, you know, he he let me know what he was going to school for, you know, filming and everything. And so he hit me up about, you know what I'm saying, being, I was a part of his actually first project, you know, and I was doing little shorts with him and things of that nature. Now, uh, I I was a background in God is Not Dead too. Mm, okay. it, came, it, came, it, it came to Arkansas. So uh, I was a background for it. I want to say that was 2013 or, or 16, one of them. Yeah. I, mean, I want to say 2016, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, you know, so I, I was in tune with it. You know what I'm saying? It was cool, you know. But when I seen, and I seen Courageous and all that, but when I seen War Room, mm. that's when it uh, it really jump-started for me. And my prayers was always to to work with, you know, T.C. Stallings. Mm -hmm. You know, my prayer was always was always to work with him. And so a lot of prayer was going on. And, man, I, I was I was just... Hit the ground running, but now, so back up a little bit. Um, the Donna Groff uh, agency is is, is the uh, agency that I have, okay. and so um, they came down to Arkansas, and I tried out for them, audition for them. You know, they got a got a call back, but I couldn't keep up with the dues. You know, what I'm saying to pay towards the showcase. You know, they have a Mid South showcase that they do every year in November in Memphis, but so in 2019, I signed up again and I auditioned again in 2020, January. I said, Lord, if you got a, got a good paying job now, if you let me get in it this time, you know, I'm, I'm going to go all the way through it because I, like I say, I've been, my prayers, it was to work with him when I knew he was with them. I, I want to say just for modeling, you know what I'm saying? From like yeah. 2009 or something like that. He got his big break in like 2011. So um, I pursued that. And, uh, you know, I've been with them since 2020, Donna Groff Modeling Talent Agency. And uh, I signed up for uh, T.C. Stalin's coaching class. He has an uncompromised uh, Christian acting coaching uh, group that I'm a part of. But last year in November, uh, I ended up signing, signing with him. So he's my actual manager now, wow. you know, and... Uh, and then the first time I actually got to meet him in person was in January uh, on the 29th. He actually came down. And the amazing thing about it was for me to meet him in person for the very first time. I mean, it felt like I knew him all. You know, we, we would do Zoom meetings and things of that nature. So, but it was just to, to meet him for the first time and do ministry. Mm. I'm talking about it's, it, it was a whole nother level. Like from when he entered town, and I have to share this before before you go to the next question. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, yeah. so we he came came in town. Uh, we all met at Western Sizzle out here in uh, Clinton, Arkansas. Uh, it was about an hour and a half away from here. Uh, the pastor he, he uh, secured a uh, a whole room for us. He came in, and a lady recognized him, recognized who he was. It wasn't no big bombarding thing. He kind of you know came discreet and wasn't acting funny but he, he came came a little discreet with him and so um the lady who worked there shared her testimony with the pastor and the pastor asked her hey you, you want to go meet him and she says I, I would love to she came to the bank 
and she said, I, I just had to share this with you since I since I seen, she said, me and my husband was on the verge of, of getting divorced. You know, our, our marriage was rocky. When we seen War Room, it mended our marriage wholeheartedly. Mm. And man, it, the night was just on a high from there because he has a he has a documentary that that's pretty much a testament within itself of him being uncompromised, a compromised, an uncompromised Christ follower called 24 Counter. Y'all know 24 Counter is a football player. Yeah. So, man, he he because he, he's he's doing a tour with that. Man, so many you know, people came to the Lord. You know, lives was changed. People were encouraged. That whole night was just it was just crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah. So that's that's what really, you know, war room, uh. Really, really did it for me, you know. Uh, I'm gonna say I got bit with the bug in 2007, and it really, you know, nothing really start hitting my veins until you know what I'm saying. Probably about 2013 or something. Now, it really gave up the all takeover, you know. So <laughs> it took a while for the it was it took a while for the mosquito to 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 insert yeah. itself. <laughs> um, so yeah, so obviously, um, it's I've seen the final cut to, to this and it's absolutely wonderful both of y'all so um uh Kyla, how did you how did you find out about diary of perpetua and how did you decide that you were going to um audition um you know now that you're asking <laughs> i'm like wait did i decide did i decide or did somebody <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I got okay so there um I like some some of the other people there is a platform called faith-based casting and I saw Diary of Perpetua on there oh yes yes I did decide and <clears throat> the role for Felicitas was open and it said soprano from what I remember uh like a like a high soprano and then Perpetua was kind of like mezzo soprano something like that I uh I'm a soprano like I feel comfortable singing up there. Mm-hmm. And if I've got to sing in the middle, I feel like I'm straining and, and things like that. So I said, this could, this could be that role. Like I always tell people I'm a soprano and so does, so does everybody. That's what everybody says. So no one believes me. <laughs> They're like, okay. And they never give me like the role, you know? So my voice ends up being in places where I, so I, I applied for Felicitas, not really knowing if, if I have to be honest, the story of Perpetua. I just knew that like from the, the small blurb that I got that it was, it was powerful. Um, and so when I, when I did the audition, which was online, cause I'm all the way in Miami, Florida. Yeah. Um, Jasmine, the director was just like, yeah, let me hear you read for someone else. Let me hear you sing for this. And I was like, ah, but the soprano, (laughs) 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 but it worked. It totally worked out. Um, you know, and I actually think the, the character fits my personality well, um, well, and I think I think that's funny because um, <laughs> you're like, well, I wanted this part. No, but this is the lead. This is the the, the main character. I didn't know, like, I didn't. 
I thought Felicitas could have been the same, like at the same mm. level. I didn't really know much. I just was like, here's a role. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that sometimes too. Don't worry when I'm I'm looking at casting and being an actor and all that. Um, Charles, same question for you. How did you find out about the Diary of Perpetua and how did you go through the process of auditioning and such? Uh, same thing. Uh, I, I signed up for uh, faith-based casting. Uh, I was looking for actual more, you know, faith-based, uh, you know, casting uh, site because I'm on access and I was getting all kind of, you know, from my agency, of course, they don't read our sides or nothing like that. So I'm getting all kind of stuff, but I got to, you know, F this and son of a B this. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> man, man, I got to find something, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm, you know, and I, like I said, you know, I, I, you know, being a being a, a Christian actor, whatever the case may be, not, don't necessarily mean I would take only mm -hmm. Christian-based, right. you know, faith-based films. And you know, if I, if I could take anything, you know, to where if Jesus was to walk in the room and say, you know, I, I would be comfortable doing the role before Him, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so you know, but any 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 role that don't dishonor Him, put it like that. But yeah. so found found faith-based casting, and uh, of course, I, I've seen. You know, now I was going for uh, the brother, you know, uh, I was going oh, for Asinius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going for Asinius role. And so, uh, which I, I believe the, the way it was set up is like they, certain roles didn't have dialogue at the time. So you had to read for, you know, such and such. So I did that. And, uh, you know, she said, she hit me back and said, you know, we'd like for you to play revocatives because I think uh when by the time I caught it every other role was was cast already. So um yeah so they I think they actually had Arsenia's role cast. She didn't have the dialogue for me for revocatives at the time. So I had to read uh Arsenia's role just to so she can get a feel for, for me with a, well and um, if if memory serves me well because I was on the project earlier than both of y'all but um uh the role the the lines were kind of based on everyone else so it wasn't like a monologue that you could do so i think right. it was probably right. easier to do a scene right. at the point at the time than than right. broken up dialogue especially right. with that character um right well and charles I, i'd love to know so that i mean the role itself if you take a look into it um i think they described as servants but basically your your um is, is the lower echelon of all the characters within the ensemble so in a sense you're playing the servant the the hired man kind of deal the you know the one that sweeps up after um but within the context of it the class element is completely wiped within the context of the show because you're all kind of in it together because you're all um you know you're you're all um persecuted for your faith so you're all on the same level so what was that like for you playing revocatus and having that kind of even just that background of the character itself well you know it it, it really put me in in the space of myself mm. uh, to be honest with you because you know I, I find myself like that even with my my sisters and my you know my wife and you know my daughters things in nature very uh protective of them and i'm i'm you know, when I'm, when I came to the fate, you know, I, I was serious, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And so for me, 
trying to understand it and also battling with, you know, being being a strong person and have to handle it all on my own versus, you know, letting God completely take over mm -hmm. and, and knowing that he, you know, he handles things best. You know, uh, it, it, it just reminded me of so many times in, in my life, my actual life, you know, that I, that I uh, actually struggle with that at times, you know, actually, you know, because if you think about it, I mean, you know, you're, you're a man, you know what I'm saying, you, you know, you, you have a family and, and if things are kind of shaky, you know, uh, it affects the man more. You know, yeah. it, it yeah. may seem like it affects the woman, you know, more, but it actually affects the man more because, you know, you that provider, that, that protector, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, uh, man, this, this role, it, it, it challenged me, but it, 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 you know, it just put me in a familiar place, yeah. you know, of, of times when I dealt with in my life. And I was very excited to, to do so, you know, and just to, you know, I, I felt the chemistry being built even yeah. through acting because I mean, you know, acting is not acting, right? You know what right. I'm saying? So, you know, you know, being actually being ourselves, you know, because because I, I, when I at first I was so, and I and I had to get over that because I was worried about trying to be the cartridge, you know, what I'm saying revocatives yeah. rather than still being the Charles revocatives, like the modern, yeah. you know, what I'm saying so. Uh, yeah, but it, it 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 was it was a blessing. It was a real real blessing. Yeah, and like I said, I've seen the final cut, and man, you hit it out of the park. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, 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 Kyla, so you are playing the lead character. She is very, in, within the context of it, very determined, very determined within her faith in that she has made the decision and that the only thing that she kind of holds dear in terms of the weight of her decision really tends to be her her child, uh, uh, Alice. So how did that affect you and how did you get into the, the, the skin of Perpetua as it were, as an actress? Oh, uh, like I said for a second before that I'm very similar to this character. Like, <laughs> like you, you know, reading her diary is, is some is stuff that I would write. If, if I have decided, if I made a decision, I'm going 100%. Mm. Like there for me, I'm a very, I'm a direct person in everything I say and everything I do. And it's like, okay, I've decided to do this. There's no, oh, maybe, you know. So Perpetua, I think it was the same. She was like, um, okay, I think I'm going to go for Jesus now. No turning back, no turning back, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and th that's where she was. I actually didn't really have to get in her skin because I felt like I was in it. Yeah. I felt like I was in it already. The, the fact that she had a child is, is I think a lot of women were having children younger. Now, nowadays we're just having them older, right? Yeah. So yeah. she would basically be me, but at a, another time in her, in her womanhood. Um, and I think it would, it would be the same for any woman with, with her child in that situation, especially so young, you know, yeah. like an infant, <laughs> Alice was. <laughs> and, um, you know, probably still being breastfed and things like that. That's the time to bond with your mother. And I think more than anything, Perpetua, that character and the real person was, wasn't regretting her decision to, to stand for Christ. She was just, she was heartbroken by the fact that 
her son couldn't see her living and standing for Christ. Right. I think she knew he would be okay. Like she trusted God for that, but obviously people want to live with their child. So, so with exercises and things like that, when it came to the scenes with her son, I went to a corner by myself and mm-hmm. I just thought about, I don't do method acting. Okay. <laughs> because when we yell cut, it's cut with <laughs> Kyla again. Okay. But I went to the corner and I just thought, Hmm, you know, what would it be like if somebody was dragging my son away from me? And, and that was, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I, I, not to, uh, I'll go, I'm going to ask you about a couple of things of that, you know, later, obviously, but um, mm-hmm. just thinking about it in terms of, so obviously it's the Diary of Perpetua. It is, you know, you're the lead, you're the title character, but you all had a really great camaraderie as an ensemble of, uh, you know, the two of you, Nate and Ty, Richard, um, um, Leah, even, you know, Noosh was in, within that context of it. Um, how is that? It seemed like y'all got along incredibly, incredibly well. Like you've know, you've known each other for almost ten years at this point. <laughs> so, how is that in terms of the camaraderie? Did you enjoy the the ensemble part of the of the filmmaking process and the scene process as well? Oh uh, my gosh! Uh, uh, yeah, was that for me or Charles? It's for both of you, but uh, uh, you can go okay, first. Go ahead, I'll let you go first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was my favorite part about the whole process. Like, <laughs> when I came back home to Florida, I, I'm going to be, like, very honest, and I hope I don't sound crazy, but I'm actually not really an emotional person. Everybody mm. will tell you it's, it's almost strange how I react to things, like, without emotion. Um, but when I came back, it actually felt like I had a whole in my heart like it's the first time usually when I leave people I'll just be like bye because when you when you try to stay and hug and blah 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 it makes it more sad so I just say bye I'll see you later you know but this time like I actually cried I actually yeah. cried on my way back home I I was very upset for the days following the film mm. I had to pray to I had to like have longer devotions with the Lord I was like Lord like help me heal you know I'll see them again provide me a way to see them again but while we were filming we went out to eat mm-hmm. and a part of it was that a lot of us were staying together like we were housed together yeah. So we were staying up late, telling jokes, doing each other's hair, like helping each other get ready, like crying and um, watching movies and things like that. Uh, And it just helped that we were kind of all on the same page. We love the Lord. And I don't know, it just clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Ty equated it, even though Ty is too young to have this experience, but he was equating it to a collegial experience. Um, He's not, I don't believe he's there yet. I'm thinking of his age correctly, but you know, it is, but he, that's what he was equating it to. Charles, the same thing, because you, I mean, obviously uh, Kyle was there, but Charles, you were even in within it as well. Like me, I never went a moment without seeing you ever on set and then even afterwards so what was that like for you the uh, the camaraderie of y'all man i'm talking about I, ca- I came back this this is my exact words i came back i say if i be a part of any other film i said they'll have to come with it as far as <laughs> the chemistry because the chemistry was just sick and you have to understand we really built like a modern day culture's time you understand what I'm saying? But just in our set, we, we built that, you know, on and off set, you know. And, and so, you know, we just really uh, uh, reenacted the fact 
of, of what already happened, you know, back in that time. But, you know, to have it in this space, I came back bragging. I said, man, the chemistry was just bananas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just yeah. crazy. All you guys was on my mind the whole time. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just, I, I couldn't, I was, ex I'm excited about the premiere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't wait to get back. I couldn't wait to get back just to, yeah. you know, fellowship. You know, I, I made it my business to come in town early Saturday, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it. Go ahead, Karen. Sorry, I, I just do want to say and point out what else is phenomenal is that these people, our cats, came from different parts of the country and diverse backgrounds and so like yeah. everything and it's part of that was probably what I think opposites attract and things like that the opposites of no yeah. really like our personalities but we had this one thing in common which was acting and I'm not around I don't have like friends that are theater I have colleagues I have people that I work with yeah. but we don't and trust me when I say like none of them are Christian so <laughs> So the fact that I was like, I found people like that are both, it was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and and I do think a lot of that comes because it, I, you know, in film sets and um, y'all been buying some, <clears throat> excuse me, but the idea of like it all comes from the top, and I think it came from Jasmine. So, yeah, biggest thing is what was that like to work with Jasmine, not just in the rehearsal process, but on set, you know, I know, you know, you've got a writer director for, you know, her first film. So what was that like for both y'all to, to work with her and to experience this whole thing with her guiding the ship, basically, um, um, Kyla, you can go first. Yeah. So what's crazy, I actually was sharing a room with Jasmine for that whole two weeks. So, you know, we went to bed, we woke up like, you know, I woke up when she woke up, <laughs> whatever. It's five in the morning. Let's go. Um, and so I could, I would see her wheels turning, you know, at 12 o'clock at night and one o'clock in the morning and yeah. see the midnight snacks that we had to, you know, cause like the main character and director, we have a lot to think about and munch on and talk about. And even driving in the car, we had conversations about like, what should, what should the scene look like? What do you think about also just life things, things mm. that we had in common that maybe she wasn't able to talk about with other friends or vice versa. I wasn't able to talk about with people. Um, I think Jasmine did a phenomenal job, especially this being her, her first film and trying to, to find a middle ground between this being a musical that was on stage and capturing it on the field. I don't think that's easy. I don't no. think it's, I really don't. <laughs> no, it and, wasn't. and I was so, I liked her so much and still do. I love Jasmine. Um, we tell each other that I love you, Jasmine, <laughs> but I loved her so much. I was just like, I'll do whatever you tell me to mm. do. And when you have a great relationship with your director and you have respect for each other, mm. like it just makes the process so much easier. She really loved the Lord and the fact that we could pray together in the morning and the night and when the cast was together, and it just made things so much more smooth. Yeah, she trusted uh, him through the whole, whole thing. Anytime there was anything that happened, there was always moments where she, even uh, away from y'all, when we were like, she and I were planning a, a scene or whatever, and we realized something wasn't going right, the two of us sat there, and instead of like harping it to death, we prayed. 
we literally sat there and we're like, let's find a solution. Good. And within minutes, there would be a solution. There'd be a plan and we'd be on the way and on, on the go. So, it, you know, it was quite, I, I hate to use the word serendipity because that's probably not, it's probably more faith-based, like, you know, uh, right. uh, um, um, God, God graced us very, very well. Uh, uh, Charles, same question, working with jazz, working with this, this amazing director, writer, um, the whole the whole shebang that she was that she is man it, it was just basically simply the christ center focus that she had you know and you know the sincerity that she had for uh all of us you know what i'm saying you know she she like 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 uh colin said you know the, the wheels was turning like non-stop you know mm. you, you know that she was in constant you can tell that she was in constant prayer. Like you, you know, to, to see her prayers one thing, but to to actually know that she was praying, like you can you can feel that she, her, her prayer life and her prayer was was very high. You know, right. what I'm saying? doing right. this film, I believe she did a phenomenal job uh, for this being her first time, her, her first film. You know, I mean, I know she's been involved a long time. You know, what I'm saying, but to mm -hmm. uh, like Kyla said again, it's it's very challenging. You know what I'm saying? And and I won't know to, you know, exhaustively how she felt, you know what I'm saying? But to take a, uh, a stage play and make it to an actual film, you know, you, you deal with so much, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, stage play, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a one-time shot, you know, it, it ain't no several, you know, shoots and there's several takes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You can't stay cut, you know what I'm saying? You, you gotta get it up <laughs> and, 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 and make it happen, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But, but you know, you got a film where you may shoot one scene 10 times, right. you know? And, and watch this, even in that 10 time, you know, you may change the whole thing, mm. you, you know? So you, you deal with all the dynamics of, you know, filming and everything. And she, I believe she handled herself well, you know what I'm saying? She, she was running. We, we had to, you know, say, hey, Jamie, need to eat something, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know look, look, you you eat something, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, because I'm, 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 I'm going to eat. I'm going to let you know it right now. I'm not going to listen. Uh, give me five minutes. I'm going to chuck this down and we're going to get back to business. You know what I'm saying? But she, I believe she's, uh, overall, she handled herself well. It was a great job to work with her. I'm looking forward to seeing her. And I love her with the love of God. And uh, I'm, I'm, like I say, um, come on, come on, Sunday. You know, <laughs> it's 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 amazing too. And also, if you have to take into account that we filmed this an entire feature film in ten days, in ten days, this thing was put together, and a lot of that was the organization. Um, obviously, Amelia and I were. You know, <laughs> the other day I was talking to Amelia on one of these shows and she uh, called us the production team that it was her and I, the production team. And I think Jazz was very, very smart in terms of getting people who knew how to do the, do their jobs like you guys with the acting us with the cameras and the sets and all that kind of stuff and just let us do it and then just have just have the where for all to have just be there for us um and support us as well in addition to being the big divide uh, uh guider through the whole the whole process um uh, i need to ask you so we had nate and ty on here a couple couple uh i think about a week ago um which is available for anyone to listen to um i have to ask um how and at what point did 
was it Ty or was it you who decided that um, Ty would be your hair and makeup um, assistant? Because <laughs> I, I have to ask, because he even didn't understand how that, how in this invisible space of time, he ended up being like, like we, we, we would be like 10 minutes, like 15 minutes. We're like, okay, we're going to get started in about 15 minutes. And all of a sudden we'd hear, Ty, hair and makeup, let's go. <laughs> Did I do that? Did I say <laughs> that was the only time that was he that, that was the running joke and I don't know if you ever heard me, but that was the only time. Oh, Diva needs her moment. All right, let's get the cameras yes, ready. Let's make yes. sure we're ready. <laughs> yes, I need my hair and makeup team, which is just I <laughs> which is just um, yeah. so it wasn't it wasn't him who I you know, me and Ty, we have this like big sister, little brother situation going on. And Ty actually, he wasn't there the whole time. It's later in the week uh, mm-hmm. where he is staying in the same house, the same actor house. There's somebody everywhere, sleeping everywhere. Um, and so late at night while everybody was done, it was like, well, Tyler still has to do her hair. Must be nice to sleep. <laughs> anyway, but you know, Ty was Ty being a what fourteen year old had the energy to stay up, and so I just one time I just decided I said, listen, why am I the only one that's still up? <laughs> like, why do I have to struggle with this? And so I said, Ty, get over here. You're gonna help me with my hair. <laughs> and he just was like, you know, I don't want to. And I was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> So I gave him these flexi rods and I said, I'm going to twist my hair and you're going to put them on the rods. If you don't know what they are, they're, they're just like straight spongy things and you put it on to curl the hair. And once he started doing it, it seems it was like therapeutic. It, he enjoyed it because it was like the same thing did, over and over. Yeah. And when we do it together, it's a lot faster. So he literally, like he admitted to me later, he was like, I really like doing this. So I said, okay, you can keep doing it. And that's what happened. I do want to ask also about the the baptism scene, if I may, Um, because that was quite an amazing thing. And we'll we'll only talk about what you feel comfortable with. And I understand we did. I did mention it to other people um, going forward. But, you know, this is we were shooting in. What was it? Um, uh, Like June or July, I think. I can't can't remember off the hand. It's been so long. Thank you. We were shooting in July. The water still was not to a point where people would actually go in the water in the east on the eastern coast up in New England. Like we do not up here, we do not go into the water until about middle of August before the when the season is almost over. Um, <laughs> so we had we had y'all myself and my uh, assistant cameraman were there and we were like, well, first of all, this has to be done in one take. So I can imagine the pressure put on y'all actors when we said this is one one deal we, we we're gonna get in the water and we're we're, we're doing it in one take um charles i think you were next to me when i actually shouted we're doing this in one take guys right um did that put yeah. any kind of pressure on you or did you again did you go uh with the grace of god go lie kind of thing yeah pretty much because um that water was cold yeah that yeah stepped in the water and the water was hey listen that water was extremely cold you understand me so mm. 
if, if nobody else ain't do one take, I was going to do one take. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, but of course, with, with anything, once you dip your whole entire body to stuff, you know what I'm saying, you're pretty much immune to it and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but that, man, I'm talking about, we, once, once y'all once y'all say it's the real thing, we had to suck everything up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, come on, let's go with it. You yeah. know, um, yeah. you know, so that 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 was a uh, a very powerful scene. Um, I, I was excited, you know. I, I just it just rolled me back to when I actually got, you know, baptized and and knew what it meant this time. <laughs> you know, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that 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 scene that was was something else. I, and I believe it was very, uh, very. You know, you could see the authenticity in the whole scene. You understand what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no, no flaunting, faking thing. You know, like all oh, that was. You know, I mean. It's just the fact that the water was cold, you know, but we couldn't, yeah. when you understand, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying, the potency of this movie, you just, you just, you just, you know, you, you're being, you're being baptized. Like I yeah. just took it as an actual baptism for me. It was, it was actual baptism, you know, that's the way they did it back in those times. It wasn't no, you couldn't run no hot water, no cold water, you couldn't blend nothing, you couldn't make nothing lukewarm or nothing like that. You know, it, it was what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me well and i remember very clearly too um <clears throat> excuse me um having seen the final cut it's one of my favorite scenes it really is and it was one of my favorites when we filmed it because we were all with you all guys when we when y'all went in the water because amelia and i had to get in there first so we were already like drenched and then when uh jazz who is taller than anyone I've ever met in my life is holding <laughs> the camera up and then she says why well, man I need you to also be up in that camera and I can't I can't reach that high and then Amelia's on top of me I got baptized with you guys but it was by Amelia being on my shoulders pushing <laughs> me down into the water um, Kyle I know we found out right as you went in that we did not realize that um, I did not hear. I don't know if, if Jazz knew and, you, and and she didn't tell the rest of us that you weren't exactly wild about water or getting into the water. And we were, which added, yeah. And I know when you were, you were dunked in the water and after you were done, everyone just embraced and everyone was just so like, it was real. And, and in the film, it feels absolutely real. What was that experience like? for you on that on that end um so it's two things i don't like one the cold mm. which would explain miami florida and <laughs> two <laughs> the ocean <laughs> well i look at it from far away but there it's it's i don't know i guess it's like a fear of the unknown or something like that sure. um i was i tried to take an experience i was baptized in the jordan river i actually waited wow. to wow. be baptized I, I mean i've been a christian for like all my life and i waited i said i will not be baptized until i'm baptized in the jordan <laughs> and i got a certificate and everything yeah but that's great that's amazing and um but the thing is like you can see the like you can see the bottom of it like it didn't come past here and in the water still and you you know i felt very safe um and i was i was kind of ready for it whereas this i don't know i wasn't expecting the the elements in this way i knew i was gonna get it so anyway um i didn't know the water was gonna be as cold as it was 
And so that already like made me like not want to do it. <laughs> and then I was thinking about my hair. And then there was the farther we went out, mm-hmm. the more I was just like some man eating squid. <laughs> is going to engulf me <laughs> I don't know I don't know it was really crazy I trust but I trusted I think it was Richard and and Nuj, yeah uh, who were dumping me in and I had to just be like whatever it's gonna be one time and that's gonna be I love the embrace because um it was warm mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want I want to be like oh because the camaraderie but I was cold <laughs> and I was like, yes, hug, yes, warm. <laughs> but I mean, that was pretty much everything in my mind was very, very survival instinct at that moment. There was no, I wasn't thinking beyond that, to be honest. Right, right. Yeah. No, and I, I completely understand that, but that's, that's really funny. If that's the case. Um, yeah. And so kind of also, you know, just thinking about the whole production, um, were there any, uh, particular moments that you guys remember as being like kind of oh this is the 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 best experience just was the whole thing like one of the best experiences y'all ever had in terms of again like you were saying the camaraderie the faith-based elements of the story telling a true story and then also taking into account you know everything that went into making the film um as well Charles, go ahead. Charles, go ahead. Yeah. The the best I was I, I have actually a few points. Sure. Um, uh, of course, um, one of the parts was the scene where uh, Perpetua was singing in in the prison. Uh, that was that was that was you know that that had that scene that had everybody just like. You know, my goodness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh that scene, uh the scene where Secondalis died. Yes. That scene, that scene yeah. there. Um even, even though it was it was, it was a trying scene, and, and the reason why I, I picked that scene was because of what it brought to to the film. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying I, I I think that that makes the bond tighter. You know, uh, that part of that part of the film. You know, uh, and of course, um, the part where uh, I had to defend. You know, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that even though I got got slapped. You know, what I'm saying you know I'm, I'm gonna take a slap. But that that was the only one he he, he don't know in my mind. I say that's. That's the only one you're gonna get, like you know what I'm saying, you know. But uh, yeah, and, it, and it's a few others, but but those parts um uh done it for me. And you know, like like I said, just just the chemistry that was built throughout the whole the whole film. Uh I can't can't stress it enough, you know. It's it's like every part that happened mm-hmm. continually to make us, you know, closer. And I, I like I said. And just to give you an example, the the last film that I shot out there in Boston, mm-hmm. don't don't compare, don't come nowhere near close. <laughs> like we we didn't and and, and we, we didn't even have time to build chemistry. 
be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, and, and, you know, it was a film that was shot in three days that was supposed to be done in like a good two weeks, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. You know, a lot of stuff got cut out. Uh, I, I, I actually got switched from a uh, supporting role to a, the actual lead role mm -hmm. in there in a short amount of time. So I had to learn the lines on set. So it was a lot of improv, a lot of improv. And I told him, I said, listen, um, the, another thing was the guy, he's from Nigeria. Mm -hmm. So he actually wrote the script as if he, how he was saying, I, I told I tell him, I said, listen, man, uh, certain things you got in here, I wouldn't actually say this. So I'm going to say them how I want to say them, how, how I would actually say them. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it was just crazy. Like, you know, people, they, they were cool and nice and everything, but compared to what I've built and what the Lord has put together, and it's not say the Lord didn't put that together. It's just some things that, you know, that could have been better, but from what the Lord put together out here, mm -hmm. you know, with, with you all, it's it, it's it's no comparison. It's, it's no comparison at all. Like I can say, I'm, I'm so excited to get back and, and meet with you guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, uh, it's, it's just crazy. So that, but that's what's the best part for me, just the chemistry that we built on and offset, you know, was, was the best part of me. You know, everybody consoling one another when when it was crazy times uh you know for jasmine to open up the way she did about her situation yeah. you know um everybody had a piece of each other you know what i'm saying to feed off you know and so that that's what done it for me the hospitality yeah. it, it, listen i i'm i'm just, you know that's all i can say about it, you know what I'm well, saying? and and i absolutely agree with you i've worked on film sets of a couple more that i was a cinematographer for for and was never I never got that close to actors like I did with with y'all or feel anything like that or you know I mean granted my camera was like two inches away from your face sometimes but it was it, it, I never had that that kind of um personal connection with y'all like I like we did with this um which was quite amazing uh kind of same question please yeah, so I think Charles covered, you know, that personal aspect. So I'm going to throw in the food on set was fantastic. Um, yes, Lord. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jim, Jim, oh my God, Jim, <laughs> Jim fed us like we, like we were, like we were like his own kids. It was amazing. I know, like literally, so, so that was one thing. But in terms of, I, I'm going to come from another angle, uh, cinematic <laughs> or creative angle. There were two scenes I really enjoyed filming. One was the latter scene, which is a real thing from um, Perpetua's diary, a vision that she had. I thought it was extremely admirable how Jasmine and I think Amelia, whoever else was working with her, kudos to them on how they transformed the little space that we had, this kind of basement space into yeah. this dark like ladder whatever yeah. um i was i was part of that but go ahead yes yes <laughs> you kudos to you too because you had to change like all the stuff on the ladder and so then yeah. there was had, so we, much stuff we had to shoot everything for you like at with one bit and then okay cut redress the ladder put everything yeah it was it yeah was a lot of people didn't see that the work that was put into that because it was just a few of us kind of it was just there. the three of us down there yeah and I, well yeah. ty came down because he was he's a 14 year old who yeah. <laughs> who, who wanted to be a, who wanted to be a, who wanted the attention and we were like well 
the ladder gets the, the attention, not you. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Yes. No, no, it's fine. So that was really cool. I just, I like the, the set. Um, and then surprisingly, okay. I never saw myself. I've been, okay. True story. I'm a huge Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. I like, am too. I, am too. I yeah. cried after Avengers Endgame for three days. Um, so, so there, that's where I'm coming from. I didn't think I would be an action star, but I want to be, I want to be in a Marvel anything. I just want to be in a Marvel anything. When we got to do the fight choreography, I don't think I was even expecting an actual fight guy to be there. <laughs> and the fact that he was there and we had to practice and I had to get dirty and I'm very dainty. I'm very like, you know, I don't, I don't even like pants. I, just, I like to wear, you know, dresses and all this stuff. And he had me falling on the floor in this dress, but I enjoyed it. And the most memorable oh. in terms of filming cinematography stuff, part of the shoot for me was when we went to the rock quarry and yeah. we filmed with like broken bottles, you yeah. know, and, and me falling on rocks and yeah. no one brought a mat. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's okay and um i had fun it was hot which i'm okay with <laughs> i prefer the heat to the cold and god held the rain until we finished everything yeah and that was so memorable for me and it actually was a lot of fun rolling yeah. around yeah uh, charles you weren't there for that but we the last uh, the very last day the very last shot it was the last it was i think it uh, I think there was one more pickup shot that Jasmine did with uh, Jacqueline Tatro, but that was it. That was the last wrap. That was when we wrapped the movie was in this quarry that we had to walk. I think it's something like a mile and a half to two miles. In, we walked a while. We were sweating. With, with no shade, all in uh, on top of concrete, concrete and stone going into this huge, huge gorge with these rock faces that go up several miles high and we were at the at the at the bottom doing this fight and it was the hottest day in the world i was being a nice guy and i gave my um i had an indiana jones hat that kept the sun out of my head i gave it to amelia because i felt bad because she was like sweating bullets and we that that was the the, that was the toughest thing because i was so i was so tired and i was so dehydrated because i didn't bring water for myself which was dumb on my part but that was the hardest for me just even though i wasn't doing the fight trying to keep up with y'all as a cameraman and trying to set those shots and try to get certain things that but I will say that uh, I'm very proud of the result because I have seen the uh, what it looks like and it, oh boy does that look that was worth it it was it was worth it <laughs> and you were you were such a trooper it was so hot it was like a hundred something degrees in the middle of the with stone no shade no nothing and we're like let's just get this done just Leia with the can. umbrella following Leia became your assistant and and held the it, as you were walking the umbrella was underneath and then we were like okay uh Leia get out of the shot let's let's get <laughs> let's let's get the shot and I think we did it in maybe three hours or something and you're absolutely right it, it was overcast when we did it all of a sudden the sun came out we were there we shot it we walked back and when we hit the 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 gate when we were leaving like the parking lot it started drizzling. when we hit yeah. this parking lot all of a sudden the heavens opened it was raining and we were just like we got the shot <laughs> we got the shots we're done we're done let's go we're, we're good um 
Yeah, quite amazing. Well, I I really want to thank you both for coming. Uh, one quick last thing. Um, these uh, interviews end with a questionnaire that is created by uh, Bernard Pivot, which is based on the Proust questionnaire. Uh, 10 questions. Um, there is no right or wrong answer. It's whatever you feel. Um, so, and uh, ladies first, of course. So, uh, Kyla, what is your favorite word? Petrichor. <laughs> Charles, what is your favorite word? Yes, sir, Doc. Oh, I like that. Um, I'm sorry, I'll change it. Plethora. <laughs> um, Kyla, what is your least favorite word? I don't have one. That's okay. <laughs> <coughs> Charles, what is your least favorite word, Charles? Uh, I, I honestly don't have none either. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Kyla, what um, excites you? What inspires you? Um, avocado steak. Um, uh, <laughs> Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being truly honest. Uh, but what, what else inspires me? Nature. I like to be out in the nature. Uh, Charles, what excites you? What inspires you? Uh, family. Working out. Uh, yeah, you did a little bit of that on set. You <laughs> doing doing sit-ups all day at the point where I said, yes, can I get a shot of that? And you were like, yes. And Jasmine was like, yeah. So I think it's in the movie. I believe it's in the movie <laughs> of you just doing sit-ups. Um, uh, Kyla, what, what doesn't inspire you? What doesn't excite you? Mm. What doesn't excite me? working out <laughs> uh, I like to dance so I don't consider that I don't know working out um but let me see anything else uh math um, <laughs> um yeah anything with number the the cold is not inspiring makes sense uh Charles what doesn't excite you what doesn't inspire you uh, trigonometry <laughs> Um, Never took. Who, uh, no, for, uh, trig <laughs> trigonometry, dull moments. Mm. Uh, it's a whole lot, but that's that's pretty much. Mm. That's pretty much it. Uh, Kyla, what sound or noise do you love? The sound of people clipping their fingernails. You like that? Yes. And wow. my dog um, grooming herself. Okay. Uh, Charles, what sound and noise do you love? Uh, birds chirping and uh, the, the growl of a lion. Nice. Um, can, <clears throat> excuse me, what kind of what sound and noise do you hate? Cracking knuckles. <laughs> I remember I did that on set and you almost wanted to kill me. Uh, Charles, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, Charles, what sound or noise do you hate? Uh, constant ringing. Like that. Um, this, so obviously we're all um, Christian people here, but if you had a curse word that you would say, like even just if it's a word that you say out of frustration, um, what is your favorite um, curse word, Kyla? Uh, 
Oh. It can even be a guttural noise. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it's um, Korean. <laughs> There's a Korean word. Uh, it goes like, like, it means like, for real. And uh, I don't know, it's just appropriate in every situation. I like that. I like that. Um, Charles, what is your favorite curse word? It's one that uh, that I didn't know was a curse word to somebody told me. Uh, I want to say it's, it's Jamaican bumba clyde. You know I'm Jamaican. Uh, I don't know it, you know, but the thing is, the, the, this guy used to come in all the time. We used to greet each other like roots, you like roots, you know. And he would say, I, I would just mimic him. And then he said, man, I apologize, man. I know you're a minister, man. I, I should have been told you this, but, you know, um, when when you say this, you know you're saying, this is what you're actually saying. I said, what, man? I said, I never said it no more, but you know, <laughs> I had to pick one. You know, That's funny. Language, you know. Um, Kyla, what profession other than the one you have would you like to attempt? Oh man, uh, I have several professions. <laughs> um, what I like to attempt, I could be a. Um, oh my gosh, a business man, not ask Charles. <laughs> okay, Charles, uh, what profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Profession other than I, other than what I have. Yes. Oh, uh, I, I, I will say pastor. Oh, okay. You'd be a good one. I, I've done it before, be a, but you know. Yeah, you'd yeah. be a really good one. Yeah. All glory to God. Bless you, man. All right. Yeah. A harp harp player. Oh, I know a couple. I can see, I can see, yeah. I can see. Um, what profession, what profession would you not like to attempt, Kyla? Yeah, I hear you on that. Charles, what profession would you not like to attempt? Police officer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, obviously, we all believe that God, uh, heaven exists, but what would you like to hear God say to you when you enter the pearly gates, Kyla? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Also, <laughs> I would like him to confirm um, that the moon is made of cheese, <laughs> or if it's not. You think I'm playing? <laughs> I, I know you're not. I know you well enough to know. Okay. Um, Charles, what would you like uh, to hear hear God say to you when you enter the pearly gates? I'll say the same as the beginning of uh, uh, God, I say, you know, God would have done our good and faithful servant. And faithful mute things, come on up to the high, make rule over many. And I always say, yes, sir, doc. You know, and, and salute. <laughs> You know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kyla and Charles. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure to have you uh, uh, on here and talking about Diary of Perpetua. Again, Diary of Perpetua premieres April 10th. If, if um, 
it's the future for you. Please make sure you see it. If it's the past, sorry, you missed it. What were you doing? Um, uh, I know that there'll be some other premieres and I know there will be, it will be um, at some point out for general audiences um, to, to witness, but it is a really, really great movie. So uh, premieres April 10th at Gordon College, uh, 255 Great Brown Road in Wenham, Massachusetts at the Ken Olson Science Center and McDonald Auditorium. Uh, there will be hors d'oeuvres, there'll be live entertainment, the, film will be screened in a panel discussion afterwards. Actors will all be there. I think uh, it's safe to say you'll, uh, Charles, you already mentioned you'd be there, but y'all will be there. So, and um, and thankfully I will be there as well. Um, um, so it, it's exciting. I, like, like Charles said, I can't wait for it. So I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, but thank you guys so, so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure to have you guys. Thanks for having us. And have a great night, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Um, be nice to each other. Be healthy and no violence. What would you give to never have to worry about the way your body looks ever again? Hi, I'm Jackie, body image expert, confidence coach, and owner of Confident Girl Hotline. We are here to help you heal the relationship you have with your body by healing the trauma in your body that has been inflicted upon you by the diet and wellness industry. We do this through somatic healing. We are running one-on-one -on -one sessions virtually, group classes, and even doing workshops for both adult women and teen girls. Please check us out at www.confidentgirlhotline.com. We're also on Instagram and TikTok. When you're looking to plan your next Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation, we suggest you reach out to Danielle Elliott at Marvelous Mouse Travels. Danielle is a long, uh, lifelong Disney enthusiast, a former Walt Disney World cast member, and a graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge. When you book with her, your booking includes 100% free concierge-level services, uh, some of which include customizing the perfect Disney vacation package for your, you and your family and your budget, uh, booking those difficult-to-secure fast passes and dining reservations, uh, providing tips and tricks to get out the most of your vacation, and more. Uh, Danielle also monitors Disney promotions to help you save money for those uh, Disney trip veterans still be in control of all the details. Danielle will take care of all your needs so you can have all the fun and truly say Akuna Matata throughout your time at Disney. Contact her for your free quote at danielle.elliot at marvelousmousetravels, one word, dot com, or by messenger, messen, messaging her on her Facebook page.